0: Oh, this is Mark Vines, and welcome to The Mark Vines Show, and this is your one-stop shop for everything conservative freedom, the American way, and frankly, just how you ought to live your life if you're smart. You know, folks, the last 48 hours or so have been pretty amazing. It really has. A lot of developments going on, a lot of confusion about what's going on in the Ukraine. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, we were told uh, yesterday that we can expect a Russian invasion of Ukraine starting uh, on Wednesday, which would be tomorrow. Today is uh, Tuesday, the fifteenth, day after Valentine's Day. As a matter of fact, and we shall see if that's going to happen. Now they're they're walking that back, but uh, I do know that weakness breeds aggression, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, do we see weakness going on uh, with Joe Biden. But that's not the only thing that breeds aggression, and that is if you have a government that's tearing itself apart. That's a sign of weakness too, and that can lead to aggression. Now, many of you may not have heard about the latest in the uh, John Durham probe of what happened in the, the the last election. Now, John Durham has been very quiet, as you know, and for many of us, that's been really a, a place of consternation, to be honest with you, because you know we we know that there are all kinds of crimes that have been committed. Um, You know, spying on the Trump campaign, um, abuse of the FBI, abuse of the CIA, abuse of, frankly, all of the intelligence agencies. And I am convinced of that. And the warning signs have been there for quite a while. Many of us uh, saw that from the inside. But there's not a whole lot that we can do about it because you have to be able to prosecute the people that did what they did. Now, for those of you say, that say that these things did not happen, I'm going to remind you that, number one, I'm going to remind you of a name, Carter Page. Now, remember, Carter Page was a low-level uh, Trump volunteer. I believe he was a volunteer for the Trump campaign. I don't know that Donald Trump even met Carter Page. But Carter Page would go over and give speeches in, in Russia. And it turns out that Carter Page was a source for the CIA. And when he was being looked at by the FBI, he told the FBI that he was, in fact, a source for the United States, for the CIA. And in order to confirm that, the, the Bureau reaches out to the CIA and asks the CIA, is this guy a source for you? And, the, and an email was sent back, and they were told, yes, in fact, he was a, a source for us. And there was an attorney named Kleinsmith, and you can go back and read all about him, took that email and changed the email, not by accident, but intentionally changed the email and said that Kleinsmith was not a source for the CIA. He lied. Now, this isn't hyperbole. This isn't make-believe land. Kleinsmith actually pled guilty to that Got a very, very light sentence, which is ridiculous in and of itself, because that's a big deal. I I want that just to sink in with you for a minute. You are somebody that is being patriotic. In fact, um, Carter Page was a United States Naval Academy graduate and a naval officer. And for those of you that say that you can't question the integrity of Bob Mueller because he was a combat veteran, I want you to remember that Carter Page was a veteran as well. Okay, so let's stop with this nonsense that you can't question people. We can question people. You can't hide behind these facades. I'm a veteran. But yet you have, it's as if we can't question Robert Mueller, but we can question me, we can question Carter Page, we can question other people. People need to pay attention to what's going on here because we're going to talk about something very, very serious today. And that, that is that there was, in fact, spying on the President of the United States. Not just candidate Donald Trump, but a President of the United States. Now, I know a lot of you don't like Donald Trump. But you have to not look at history at at a person that you don't like, because you're going to have presidents that you like, dislike, despise, and some that you love. That's certainly been true in, in my lifetime. This is not about an individual. It's about the integrity of the office. Of the president of the United States, and as it turns out, John Durham, who's a special counsel, last Friday, which is kind of interesting. There was a, a routine filing, actually, a routine filing that was uh, placed into the system. And this is a guy who is a federal po- prosecutor. This is not a political thing. This is somebody that's out digging up the facts. And in this filing, this routine filing, there was interesting information that was laid out. And in that filing, it looks like not only was Trump spied upon electronically in his residences, multiple residences, but even in the EOP, which stands for the Executive Office of the President. And this is not some crazy lunatic that's making these allegations. This is a federal prosecutor. And if we had a press that would cover these things, man, would we be so much better off. We would be so much better off. Whatever happened to our press? Well, for those of you that have forgotten about how Donald Trump was being treated by the press, let me just play for you this clip. This is Leslie Stahl, 60 Minutes. And sixty minutes, of course, as you know, and Lo- Leslie will point out for us, is a very, very serious journalistic endeavor. Uh, but listen
1: to how she treats the president of the United States. Just take a listen to this. I wish you would interview Joe Biden like you interview me. It would be so good. You know what? You the, like this? The, I thought. I thought you. I don't liked mind spot, it. I don't mind spark. it. But when I watch him walk out of a store, and he's walking with a ice cream. And the question the media asked him, what kind of ice cream, what flavor ice cream do you have? <laughs> and he's in the midst of a scandal. He's not. And he's taking, f- he's of course not. he is, no. Leslie. Come on. Of course he is. It's the biggest, sca- second biggest scandal. So, the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my well, campaign, There's Leslie. no e- real evidence of that. Of course there is, it's no. all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes. And we can't put on things we can't well, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put you, on things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally that. verified. No. It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign. They got caught. No. And then they went much further than that, and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie. And you know that, but you just don't want to no, put it on the air. No, as a matter of fact, I don't know that. Okay.
0: Well, she... She says that she can't verify it, and let's you know words mean things. What she really means by that is we won't verify that. You know, a lot of this information was there for the taking, and if they wanted to find the information about this, they could have. You know, and if I was a journalist, you know, which I'm not, I, I give you my opinion, and I'm and I'm upfront and honest about that. I give you my opinion, but if I was a journalist and I hated Donald Trump, let's just start with that right now. If I hated Donald Trump, I would want to prove prove that what he was saying was not correct that's what a true journalist would do but they don't now leslie stahl was not interested in the truth and she said there was no real evidence of it well then leslie if you were this serious journalist that you paint yourself to be why didn't you go and track all of this down track all of it down and say look mr president i proved that what you are saying is incorrect. But the fact is, they did cover for Joe Biden, and there is no disputing that whatsoever. Now, I want to read for you, uh, particularly for those of you that may not be uh, aware of this, because the fact is, the president is, the, the press is not covering this issue. This is a big issue. You know, young people aren't familiar with Watergate, certainly not the details of Watergate. Folks, this is a story that is bigger than Watergate, by far a bigger story than Watergate. Richard Nixon never did any of the things that these people are doing. I want you to listen to this. This is an article from the Conservative Treehouse, and it was written on February 12th. Um, and it, it very, you know, this is just going to give you an overview of of uh, what happened here, all right? The Conservative Treehouse. And um, uh, as as a consequence, some of these revelations are only valuable uh, insofar, the revelations, what they're talking about, is that the the that Trump's residences in the, the executive offices of the president were being monitored electronically. That's what they're talking about here. Our only valuable insofar is it will be needed by historians who look upon the scattered rubble of this once great republic and seek to explain to future generations how it all went wrong. And I've been talking about that on this show for a while. We are going to look back at this period and wonder, what in the hell happened? So in a court filing late yesterday, that being Friday, Uh, And you can read the entire filing. It's online. You can read all of this for yourself if you question what I'm saying. Special Counsel John Durham dropped an explosive point into the public psyche. Durham confirms that an outside government contractor controlled by Hillary Clinton aligned... Tech Executive One, and that's how they, when they do these court filings, they they don't name people. They just say Tech Executive One, but they know who it is. And in fact, a lot of us think that we know who this is. So um, Tech Executive One, Rodney Jaffe had access to conduct electronic surveillance and spying operations into the executive office of the president of the United States. Listen to that the executive office of the president of the United States. So Texas executive one is Rodney Jaffe. So actually they do do know who that is in this this filing, or at least uh, the conservative treehouse is uh, giving us who they think it is. Um, and the contractor is called Star. That's N-E-U-S-T-A-R. While the surveillance and spying operation against Donald Trump is likely not a revelation to many people here, and it's not to me, that's for sure, it will be quite a shock for some to see the direct admission in a public court filing. The eye-opening part is the contractor access to conduct surveillance of Trump extended into his actual presidency as the office of the president was being monitored by outside agents. So these people were able to do what our foreign adversaries have not been able to do. Just let that sink in for a minute. The White House is probably the most surveilled house or building in the world, and all of our enemies are trying to get surveillance on the White House, and they can't do it, but these people did. So, of course, the legacy media, New York Times, Politico, Washington Post, and all of the rest will have to ignore these surveillance revelations because they so vehemently denied anyone connected to government spying on Trump in all its years past. And you just heard that with Leslie Stahl, where she she laughed. Actually, she was really, I thought, disrespectful to the president. And really was almost childish in the way that she was making fun of him. So what is the likelihood that Leslie Stahl in 60 Minutes and all of these other people are going to go back and admit to any mistakes? Not likely at all. Not likely at all. Because it would be very embarrassing for them. So it's best just to manipulate the public, let them move on, and let them move on to the next story, because there will always be a next story, and then maybe nobody will pay attention. So if you wanted to dig into the details of this filing, I'd recommend a review of uh, the filings that you can get online. Again, you can read everything that we're talking about. So the obvious question is, if Rodney Jaffe is spying on the office of the president, why hasn't hasn't he been indicted? So unfortunately, the most likely answer starts to get into the circular silo crap we've often discussed. That's true. You can just bury this stuff. The feds will say they were, they were worried about Trump as a Russian asset as he came into the office, so they use extreme sensitive measures to monitor him. But they didn't do it with, uh, with Biden and his family, and there's absolutely a thousand times more evidence that he and his family are on the take. So Rodney Joffe will say he used his access to the DNS system of the president because the feds asked him to monitor the office of the president, and that's true. And, and you are all back in the investigative circular chase that goes nowhere until someone says mistakes were made, and that's what's going to happen. So I'm sure a lot of the deep weeds walkers will get into even more detail about the specific filing. We'll share the good ones and check them out. Uh, in the interim, what's interesting to me is a little question I've always asked for years about the surveillance setup as it starts to surface. A few years ago, when discussing the CrowdStrike stuff, DNC hack, emails, and WikiLeaks, and all that stuff, uh, this is what they say here. I always said there were just small glances, flickers of evidence, stuff in the background that seemed to indicate the Clinton campaign had some kind of direct access point, a portal per se, into the government database. The Clinton crew just seemed to have direct access to information that wasn't coming from a leak, rather from their ability to extract government data on their own. Remember, Hillary had her own server um, that, that she used a program to uh, bleach bit. You know, bleach bit is what it was, and, and she was able to get rid of that. It never did turn that over, even though it was subpoenaed by federal prosecutors. So the most obvious reason for this suspicion was the absence of an inside government broker relaying information to the Clinton crew. Sure, they had boatloads of allies in the intel community, CIA, D- DOD, State Department, DOGA, FBI, and deep state writ large, but they also seemed to be able to have information that couldn't be attributed to reception from a government insider. The Clinton crew had info that didn't come from a leak. The Clinton crew had info that was direct. This filing might just have answered or affirmed my questions and suspicions. It could be that Rodney Jaffe, working outside government with uh, with a direct pipe, into the same government database, just extracted what Team Clinton needed, and then passed it along. Clinton team packages, packages it, spins it, then launches it back into the government. That big spin cycle. There are those several federal prosecutors with access to government databases. However, Rodney Jaffe is a federal contractor with direct access to extract data who works with Clinton. In essence, in essence Jaffe was a portal, and this particular uh, outlet, the conservative Treehouse, always suspected that. A lot more will come out related to this singular court filing. Hell, I've got about a dozen questions from just the first few pages. However, I stand by my introductory disclaimer: No one inside government can, will be touched. No one inside government can or will be touched. All three branches of government participated in the corrupt and illegal targeting of Donald J. Trump, a political outsider. And all three branches of government have also participated in the cover-up. And I absolutely believe that. I really do. And I want you to listen to a statement that um, Senator Rubio from Florida said when he was interviewed on Fox News. Thanks. Uh, you just heard the report on the Durham investigation and what you've heard about that so far. Your thoughts. This is a big deal. I mean, it, it's shocking to me that this is not receiving more coverage in the press. I don't think any of the Sunday shows mentioned it. But what we're talking about here is not simply this, you know, the, the probe that you're using data scientists to make up a story or links to between Trump and Russia, but the White House. Apparently, there was a private company that had a contract to manage servers for the president of the United States and the White House. And they were sharing information to help build a narrative for a political operation. And you know why? The, if, if this is all proven true. It would be one of the biggest political scandals in America. In history it would be a crime no doubt about it and it would tell you why these people think they can get away with it they think they can get away with it because the media will not report on it if this was the other way if this was a story about the, how the trump campaign had hired some data experts and others to go out there and, and do this to a, a president clinton this would be like we wouldn't be able to talk about anything else around here yeah no truer words have been said folks this is the biggest political scandal in u.s history if anyone is willing to pay attention to it. But look at how little coverage it's getting in the press. Those of you that follow politics, those of you that study history, you know this is a big deal. Now, it's a big deal on two fronts. Now, for those of you that uh, certainly don't share my political ideology, all right, that's fine. But I would I would think that you would want to drive this into the ground and find out whether it's true or not. And prove to me improve to me that this is not correct. In fact, I'll bring you on the show and I'll interview you on this show. And you can prove to me that this is not what happened. Folks, what we saw in this release of information from John Durham on Friday is just a taste of what's going to come. Now, it's been very frustrating to me, and I'll have to be honest with you, And how long This is taken for John Durham to get the information out. I, like all of you, wish that he'd have done this before the election and and put it out. But I think what we're seeing is, and, and I have to sit back. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about this. I think what we're finding out that this is much bigger than even I thought it was. It also shows that John Durham is being methodical. He's not being rushed. No one is pressuring him. He will not allow himself to be pressured by anyone, and he's going to get to the bottom of what happened. And for that, I commend him. He is not going to succumb to anyone pressuring him to move any faster or slower than he needs to. He wants this to be put out. Now, does this mean that people are going to be indicted? I don't know. None of us know the answers to that. But it will be out there for everyone to see, for historians to see for all time, that this was a problem. And for those of us moving forward, and for anyone that's planning on uh, pursuing a political office, particularly at the presidential level, whether it's Donald Trump, whether it's uh, uh, Governor DeSantis down in Florida, uh, anyone that's trying to go to that level in politics, and even the state and local government, because we've we've seen in recent years how important state, state and local governments are, pay attention to this, because you might not have liked Donald Trump, But they'll be doing this to you as well. And we, as a representative republic, as a constitutional republic, cannot have this kind of behavior uh, occurring and being perpetrated against any president or anyone in government for that matter. Cannot have that happen. Remember, for those of you that think that this is okay when one party is in power, your party is not always going to be in power. And ask yourself if you would be okay with it then. And I think that's the litmus test, is if it's not okay for someone to do it to you, then it's not okay. And we have to do something about this. Folks, this is a big deal. And John Durham only gave us, this was a routine filing In fact, my understanding is that this filing was really about um, it just routine in that there might have been a conflict of interest with one of the attorneys that is involved in this case, and it was a a filing regarding that to the judge. And in that filing, this was buried in it. So this is pointing to the fact that there's a whole lot more information there than what we've seen. We have these midterm elections coming up later on this year. If you are not motivated to vote in this election, I don't know what it's going to take for you to get motivated in to participate in any election, to be honest with you. You have to participate in this. This cannot be left to stand. So folks, with that, I wanted to share that with you because you're not hearing this in the press. And folks, just stay with us. Just pay attention and do not become discouraged. Please participate in the process and please participate in everything that you can. Get involved in local politics. Get involved in the local school board. But please, please, please support the candidates that support the Constitution of the United States and want to clear this kind of stuff up. So with that, guys, this is Mark Vines and this is The Mark Vines Show. And I appreciate you joining me here today. And again, keep your head up. We are a free people, not like up in Canada. Follow us on Facebook spread the word and spread this podcast far and wide. We'll talk with you soon.